There is one Denver Broncos player right now that is incredibly overvalued, and you should have already traded him. But if you haven't, trade him right now. Who is that player? We'll tell you that and so much more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports get listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON at the checkout. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. As always, I am joined by Marcus Mosher. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And guys, we're continuing on with our team by team buys and sells wrapping up the AFC West today. I'm very excited for this one. We're breaking down the Denver Broncos, Marcus, and we've got a lot to say here. So we're going to be continuing all of these profiles over the next month. So don't forget, hit that subscribe button, follow us on Twitter, follow us on YouTube where we are currently streaming. So be sure, don't miss, don't miss any of this. Don't, this is prime content, people. This is the moment you take to make your dynasty mm. roster complete. Uh, yes, it is. And I'm really fired up for today's episode, Kate. Uh, I, I've got a sell that we're going to talk about, but I want to, I want to start with some positive news. I'm going to let you be the positive one. Which player yeah. from this Broncos offense are you buying in 2022? I'm buying the crap out of Russell Wilson. Like, okay, good answer. I'm buying my butt off. Okay. Like, this is ridiculous. 33 years old. Yes, he's an old man. Yes, it's his first year in a new team. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. He's currently sitting at quarterback 10, and his value literally since going to the Broncos and stepping into an ideal situation where this team um, traded to build this offense around. Russell Wilson, like we knew for years, Marcus, that they just didn't want to let Russ cook in Seattle. We knew that that was the situation and we knew they might sometimes let him cook. Maybe if Pete Carroll felt like being ambitious that day, but now we have a team that's actually dedicated to him and his dynasty value literally has never been lower. Like I'm confused by this. I'm completely puzzled. He's being valued just two spots ahead of like uh, Trevor Lawrence, who we've never seen anything from. Generational prospect, yes. Um, but isn't the hope from a fantasy perspective that Trevor Lawrence would be like uh, ideally a Russell Wilson? Like, mm -hmm. you know, a guy whose who's game isn't necessarily truncated on the run, but it, it, he can run. Uh, he's capable of that. Um, and it can, you know, sort of complement that passing game well. Like, I, I think that Russell Wilson just represents so much value here at quarterback 10. He's still in his prime. He's surrounded by very, very talented weapons. We've got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, I like it, Tim Patrick, who I think is one of the most underrated wide receiver threes in the NFL. Throw in the, the running game, which is just going to help things out. Um, and open things up further for the pass. I'm so confused why we aren't like rushing to buy Russell Wilson because 
he's got easy top five potential for the next several years, especially with the, the crew he has in tow right now. Yeah, I completely agree. So since 2017, he's scored at least 34 touchdowns in every season, except for this year where he missed some time for the first time of his career. But even, even with that injury, Kate, like we saw in the first four, four games of the season, right? When he was healthy, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was on pace for 42 touchdowns. And then he got hurt and didn't play particularly well against the Rams, didn't play great against the Packers and Cardinals. But after that, he was basically back to usual Russell Wilson. Final seven games. He had 15 passing touchdowns, three interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. Again, that is on pace for 38 touchdowns. I, I see no reason why Wilson is going to see a major decline in touchdowns. In fact, I think there's a chance that Denver just unlocks him, right? And we see a more aggressive pass rate. We see him throwing the ball more on third downs. We see him throwing the ball more near the red zone. Yeah, I think this is somebody who is locked and loaded as a QB one who has listen, this is gonna sound blasphemous, but better coaching around him, better skill players. I know a lot of people love Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett, but just overall, this is a better skill group and certainly a better offensive line. So I think he's a huge value in dynasty leagues right now. He was like leading up into the 2021 season where he was injured. I'm throwing that out the window, it was just kind of a dysfunctional season all around, even despite his health. But heading into 2021, Russell Wilson was a QB one in almost 60% of his games. QB two or better in uh, 36% of his games. That means he finished as like below QB two, just 8% of games, which like when I'm looking for a player, like obviously you want that QB one upside, which we know he has. Uh, but I like that safety there of knowing that like he's not going to let you down very often. Um, I, I think just like two uh, or maybe just one, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, performance where he had fewer than 10 fantasy points in a four year span. Um, he's just a really safe dude, but we know the upsides there. He can put up those 35, 40 mm -hmm. point games on any given week. And I, I'm just absolutely flabbergasted. He's just not the shiny new toy right now. And I think anybody trading for him in dynasty is going to get a tremendous value. It just, he could be a league winner in 2021 and beyond or 2022. What year is it? Yeah. Uh, 2022 and beyond. So just to show you where his value is kind of at. So, um, back in December of 2020, his ADP in startup leagues was 50. Okay. In September of 2021, it was down to 82, and now it's down to 112. So you've seen a 30-point drop in ADP over the last nine months. And that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because we saw when he was healthy, it was the same exact quarterback. And now we've got a better situation. with It's going to be a more pass-happy offense. He seems like a major value to me. Genuinely confused by this valuation, and dynasty uh, managers should – 100% be taking advantage of this now. Yeah, and, and like Jalen Hurts is being drafted about the same value. I know there's people that really like Jalen Hurts, but you're hoping Jalen Hurts turns into Russell Wilson. Like, go just go make that trade right now. There's people that will make that swap for you in a heartbeat. So go trade for Russell Wilson. Completely agree. Kate, I'm really interested to see if you agree with my dynasty sell for the Broncos. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Blue Nile. 
Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry that is as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring with each ring being one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Dynasty listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Just use promo code LOCKEDON. That is promo code LOCKEDON. Please visit BlueNile.com today for your special engagement ring. All right. Let's do this. Dynasty Cell, are you ready? Do you, do you, can ready. you guess who I'm going to say? Um, I'm going to hope we're on the same page here. Is it Javante Williams? It is Javante Williams. And it's not yes. because I don't like the player. In fact, I think he's a really good player. And I would love to see the Broncos use him more in a featured spot. I just don't see it happening. Um, we saw last year... Denver likes to use a running back by committee. Now we've got a new coaching staff, but they did bring back Melvin Gordon. And he's just the type of running back that coaches trust, right? You can use him on all three downs. He still has some speed. He can catch passes out of the backfield. His current dynasty value is RB3 or RB4, kind of depending on the site. But you compare that to like underdog fantasy where he's running back 13, running back 14. I'm not sure why I why there's such a big disconnect there. If we're not even projecting him to be a top 12 running back this year, why should he be ranked inside the top three dynasty running backs? It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. This is one of those, uh, I think, disconnects where you look at talent and I, you know, dynasty managers, I feel like are especially prone to this is just getting overly infatuated with draft prospects, draft profiles. Javante Williams was our darling, but you know what the, the value here that you're getting here, you know, in terms of, or lack of value, I should say with Javante Williams, as long as Melvin Gordon's in the backfield, I think there's a huge concern. Mm -hmm. Um, the gap in terms of our evaluation of him versus what kind of production I think we can expect from him at least while Melvin Gordon is there, it's just the gap is so incredibly wide. Um, Melvin Gordon scored just five fewer fantasy points than Javante Williams last year. We saw Melvin Gordon get one more red zone carry. Mm -hmm. Nine more red zone carries last season. I mean, this was essentially like a straight up 50-50 split. Both of them saw 203 rushing attempts. And... I just, I'm not really sure where the upside here is. Um, so though I'm not looking like I'm not trying to get Javante Williams off my roster. It's not that I don't want shares. It's just that the value that you can recoup right now for Javante Williams just feels ridiculous. And that's the whole point, right? You are, we are basically treating him like he's a Somebody who's you know who's been a top three running back in the past, and that's going to score like a top three running back this year. And we just know, as long as Melvin Ingram is there, that's not the case. Uh, and let's just go through kind of what you can get for her, for him. You can either swap him for Najee Harris, who you and I both like quite a bit, and you might be able to get a little bit extra. You might be able to trade Javante Williams for Brees Hall plus a first round pick. 
Uh, but here are some recent trades on Dynasty League football that at least I found somewhat interesting. Uh, Javante Williams for David Montgomery, Rashad Bateman, and a 2023 first-round pick. That's interesting. Um, I am not as big on the David Montgomery piece here, mm-hmm. um, but like tremendous value across the board. If I could swap out maybe that David Montgomery pick for a similarly tiered running back, uh, just going into that second contract here, that makes me a little bit nervous, but outside of that, like those are the trades that I think you should be looking for is get all of that plus value, get back a solid running back who maybe isn't as flashy and sexy um, and, and find some value there where you can pair up with a bunch of other high upside players. And honestly, like, you know, if you're in a uh, contending window, like, you know, move on from Javante Williams and get yourself a running back that is going to help you this year in your championship window. Um, and I say, let all of these teams who are maybe rebuilding overpay for this running back, at least for his immediate value. All right. Here's another one. Javante Williams for uh, in a tight end premium league, Pat Fryermuth, Travis Etienne pick one Oh five in this year's rookie draft. Yeah, give me the package. Yeah. Uh, here's a, here's another one. Mark Andrews, tight end premium league. Mark Andrews in a 2023 first-round pick for Javante Williams. Oh, give me Mark Andrews in the first. Easy. See, there's a lot of people that love Javante Williams, and rightfully so. As you mentioned, he is incredibly talented on an offense that we think is going to be much better. It's just, when are we going to project him as a top five, top seven, top eight? Running back, like it's just not going to happen probably at all this year unless an injury happens, unless he gets all that goal line work. It's just you're talking about potential right now. It it, it just feels high to me, Kate. That's all. I agree, hundred percent. Right. All right, so we don't need to spend too much more time on Javante Williams. We we killed him enough. Doesn't mean we don't like him. Again, we just RB three, RB four is a, a little bit too rich for us. All right, let's uh, let's talk about our dynasty holds. But before we do that, we want to tell you about our good friends at Built Bar. Don't you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? It's so good. But what if I could to- told you that you could have 17 grams of protein in that brownie? You are in luck because caramel brownie bars are available now at Built.com. And you've got to act fast because they don't have a ton of stock available because everybody's buying them up right now. Rightfully so. I, I've had them absolutely fantastic. Uh, the best part, best part, caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Like for real, 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only four grams of sugar. So you can snack on these all day and feel really good about it. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, Kate, who is your dynasty hold for the Broncos? All right, I'm going to go ahead and hold on to Cortland Sutton, Mm -hmm. uh, who is a player I actually, I'm looking to move on from in general when I can get the right value. But based on the current market right now, I think there are so many question marks about, uh, you know, Jerry Judy, what is this offense going to look like? Who's going to be the star? Is it going to be run? Like, 
I think in general, uh, this offense has a few too many question marks um, in terms of, you know, finding out who Russell Wilson has that rapport with. Like, there just hasn't been enough hype on Cortland Sutton for us to uh, get him off our rosters just yet. But, like, my concerns um, in general that make me uh, inclined to move on from Cortland Sutton over 50 active games in his career, averaging just 10 PPR points per game. Like that's, that's not, not very many. Um, he has been a wide receiver one, just six games in his career. That seems like a, a pretty like low threshold for a guy that I think, you know, when we see him hot is mm -hmm. touted as a top tier wide receiver. Um, I worry about Cortland Sutton a lot in terms of, you know, his consistency. What is he going to bring to the offense? I, I think talent, yes. Fantasy production. I think he's kind of a hit or miss guy. Like, you know, he's he might not be in your lineups the week that he decides to go off. Um, do I like the talent? Yes. But I don't think this is a great time to sell necessarily. Uh, yeah. looking back we want to see dynasty. like we want to we want to see what he can do with Russell Wilson but at the same time I don't know if you want to pay high end wide receiver two prices for a guy that has one 800 yard season in his career and you know what like is the potential there absolutely um you know but if you're looking to move on from Cortland Sutton like I am like now it's just not the time um no. you know no. back in February uh 2020 he was being drafted like right around, uh, you know, end of the second round, early third round. Like I, I want him to have a couple of successful games with Russell Wilson, bump that ADP up a little bit, bump up that value. And then I'll look to move on. But I mean, the talent's certainly there. I think there's plenty of upside there, especially with Russell Wilson at quarterback, but I just don't think the valuation for Cortland Sutton feels right to move on. I think if you're selling, you're going to be selling low. Uh, if you're buying, I don't really know what you're buying just yet. I'm just kind of in a holding spot. Yeah, because he's, again, currently going on Dynasty League football as wide receiver 30. If you're trading for him, the owner's going to want top 20 prices. I'm just, just telling you, as somebody who's tried to trade for Cortland Sutton, they want you to pay a premium for him and it's just not going to happen. And if you're, if you have him on your team, you probably shouldn't sell him for anything less than wide receiver 20 prices because he could easily finish as a wide receiver one this year. We, we know the uncertainty with Jerry Judy, you're getting somebody who's going to have the uh, a dot. That's going to be way better than what he did under Chu lock and Teddy Bridgewater. That's why he's the perfect dynasty hold right now. We just, we need to see it at least for, I don't know, six, seven games before we, we make a declaration on what you should do with Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I, I think that's a, a fair, a fair number. I mean, week seven on last year, like didn't have a single performance as a, uh, as better than a wide receiver three, like he killed your lineups, uh, most weeks, only one game, only one game of more than 10 fantasy points in PPR leagues last year after week seven. Like this is the floor is really low. The ceiling's really high. It's just, 
I don't know. He's got me confused. I do not know what to do. He has two 100-yard receiving games since Thanksgiving of 2019. Like it's been it's been a long it's been time. A since, yeah. So we we know that he's going to have some huge games this year. Like it's just going to happen. Like he's going to catch two 50-yard bombs and probably go seven for 150 and two touchdowns. Like it's going to happen. We just want to see how consistently can it happen. Like, is he going to have these games where he does that and the next week it's two for 29? Or is he going to be the guy that Russell Wilson targets really frequently? And we see every week getting nine, 10, 11 targets. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to watch him. So hold on to him and let's kind of wait and see what happens. Any final thoughts on the Broncos before we head out? Uh, no, but I'm I'm actually shocked how much we were on the same page and I'd be curious as to what our listeners think. Are you guys on the same page? Is everybody sing, uh, similarly minded? Or are Marcus and I just spending too much time together? <laughs> Let us know what you're thinking for the Denver Broncos yes. and the rest of the AFC West. Because this is one of the most interesting divisions in all of football. Lots of fantasy value just across the board here. Um, let us let us know what you're thinking about the Denver Broncos. And uh, if you've traded for Russell Wilson or you trade for him after this podcast, I want to hear what did you get? Yep, exactly. We want to we want to know. So please tweet at us. Uh, you can follow Kate at FF Ball Bless. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. We would love to hear your thoughts. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty Football your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Follow Locked On NFL every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you get the Locked On Dynasty podcast. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. We'll be back on Monday. Kate, do you know who we're talking about on Monday? I don't. Oh, I do. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Should be a lot of fun to talk about them. Uh, looking forward to it. But uh, I hear we'll I know guys. a guy. Uh, I think I know a guy from the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I'll have to reach out to him and see if. Yeah, Landon is a good follow over there. So go ahead and check <laughs> him out. So uh, have a good, great weekend, everybody. We'll uh, see you back here on Monday. Bye, y'all.